man, ladies. You know, it's, it's one thing to see words on a page. It's another to see them once they're delivered and the zeal that comes with it. Um, amen. You ladies did incredible. I'm so encouraged. You know, Kayla, she shared with us that God has made each of us in an incredible way. And, and we should be recognizing that, grateful, uh, in, in just acknowledging that God has put so much intimate and intricate work into each of us, right? And Allie just shared that faith is scary, right? But we need to trust that God has an incredible plan for our lives. It's, it's great to go to ICMC. For me, you know, I've gone for almost every year that they've essentially had one or when it didn't coincide with a leadership conference. And I've gone typically to, uh, to share and, and to try to find some people to come on a one-year challenge uh, until we realized we're tired of people moving away after a year. So we said, we're not doing the one-year challenge. We're doing the, like, two to three to just give us your life challenge, all right, in Burlington. And, uh, and it was great that, that it was, you never know, because some years I'll go and, you know, we got one year, we got David, and he came, like, two weeks later. And, and didn't even know the guy. At first, Ryan was like, he's moving. And I'm like... We don't know this guy. Hold on. He could be just like a total struggle fest and just bring in tons of mess. Uh, you know, and he turned out to just be an exceptional blessing to the church, right? And, and that was just within weeks. And then last year, it didn't seem like there was anybody. But we reached out, we reached out, we got some people, and they're like, oh yeah, I'll be interested. But you know what? We planted some seeds and God made them grow. And, and it, this morning, we actually get to welcome uh, Shelby just moved here. Uh, go ahead and stand up, Shelby. We met Shelby at, at one of these things just uh, last year, and she's like, I, I think I'm interested in coming. And she's just been committed to it and following up, and she just moved in, uh, not this last week, but the previous week on, I believe it was Wednesday. She's been here for all of ten days uh, to be here with us, and her plan is to stick around for a while. She's not trying to leave after a year. Amen? You know, this is, it's, it's incredible to go to these things, but for me... I do. I want to share a little bit about what I got out of ICMC. uh, And I want to preach a little bit about what I got out of it. Amen? Amen. So if you've got a Bible, go ahead and turn over to Colossians 3, verse 1. And I I am going to get there in a moment. Before I do that, I, I want to try and put some of you at ease. Um about the conference that's coming up this next weekend. If you're not going, I'm, I'm not trying to guilt anybody. If you're not going to be able to make it, that's okay. I just know that for me, these things greatly increase my faith. And if you're not, and, and am I convinced that 90% of us would benefit greatly? Absolutely. But if you're not able to make it, amen. It's okay. Like, I trust you guys. Uh, and I'm not trying to guilt anybody. And I'm only sharing that so that if there's anything there, it can kind of get out of our way of, of God's word. Amen? Uh, you know, but here's the thing. For me, I am convinced that I need things like this. You know, there is a special and impactful way that the word rings out over hundreds and, and thousands of people. It's just different than a smaller group. And, and I love our church, but there's just, there's something different in the way that you hear the word when it's preached in a crowd like that. 
I feel like it's easier to hear a sharp truth preached in a large crowd because I know with full confidence that speaker is not thinking about me, Mike Balzer. You need to repent, right? No, it's, I hear that word and I hear it cutting and I can trust that it's from the Holy Spirit. Right? And, and by knowing that it's not personal, I can take it more personally. I can lower my own defenses. I can hear God really speaking through the scriptures a little bit more easily. And it's just not being about me. While at the same time being about me. You know, it's refreshing to hear the word preached boldly and faithfully by many voices that are not mine. Uh, that's not Peter's. That's not Ralph's. It's, it's nice to have a little extra time to sit down. Not, I, I do like when Peter and Ralph preach. Amen. But it's nice to have a little bit of extra time to hear this preach and then to sit down with some old friends or some new ones and just to really talk about how life has been going and how that lesson or how the scriptures have really been cutting me and, and to walk away with something more substantial. It just, it gives me those times. That's why I need it. And I'm so grateful for it. And that's why I'm convinced that as long as they'll let me keep coming, I'm going to keep going. All right? But at this point, believe it or not, I'm one of the old heads in the group. All right? Like, I have more gray hair than 99% of the people that are there. Uh, I'm older than 90% of the other campus. I mean, I'm not a campus minister anymore. I'm older than 90% of the ministers unless they bring in an old guest speaker. I mean, everybody that preached, I was older than except for one guy. Uh, But it's funny to be there. But I need that zeal and I need that faith. And I'm convinced of that. But most of all, what I love about it is when again and again in a short period of time, I am called to set my mind and my heart on what matters. And that is that God loves me. That he's gone to great lengths through Jesus' life, death, and resurrection to save my soul. That I have a relationship with God now in this life, but one day I get to go to heaven where every good thing awaits. And the worries and the woes that exist here don't have to be here. So I fix my mind and my heart on that and I look up and look forward to what God has in store for me. Amen? That's actually what I'm going to title this for this morning if you're taking notes. It's look up and forward. Look up and look forward. And I only have one point and it's just that. Amen? Colossians 3 verse 1. This is going to be the text that we're going to sit in here for a minute. But I think it's great for us to, to hear this. Not just as a, a comfortable encouragement, but as a clear call from the Holy Spirit to say, this is where your heart and your mind need to be, guys. So are you with me this morning? Colossians 1, verse 4. God's Word says this, Since then you have been raised with Christ Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. 
For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. You know, this letter was written to the church in Colossae by the Apostle Paul. And and this section is situated in the heart of the letter, but makes a short, resounding statement. One that if you listen carefully, echoes through the ages to us today. It's this. Since you have been raised with Christ, set your heart on things above. When you think about it, this scripture, he's saying, hey, you have been saved. Think about that, guys. Think about it. What's coming ahead of you? Dwell on it. You know, this, Paul goes into this, this concept of being raised with Christ more fully in Romans 6, 1 through 10. But he's talking about being raised with Christ in baptism. Where we've participated in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And it's at this point that, it was at this point through God's power that we are made new creations. Where we receive the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Where we receive the promise of heaven. Of heaven. We're told that since we have, we have all of this, we need to set our hearts on it. And later Paul says, we need to set our minds to it as well. You know, it's been said that you can only desire what you can imagine. Would you guys agree with that? I I never really thought about it until I heard it recently. I was like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You can't desire what you can't imagine. How much or how often do you guys imagine heaven with God? You see what I'm saying? Where I'm going? Like, you can only desire what you imagine. And here Paul is going, I want you to set your hearts and your minds on it. I want you to imagine it, and I want you to desire it. You hear me? Can you hear God, I guess? Right? And so, when's the last time you've imagined heaven? Really thought about what it's going to be like. What's it going to be like to eat food in heaven? There's not going to be a bad meal. You know what I'm saying? There's not going to be like the burnt toast or the burnt anything. There's, there's going to be what it's going to be like to be with God. Sit at lots of bacon, Margaret says. Right? To sit at God's banquet table with Him. There's not going to be a bad meal. There's not going to be, uh, you know, the... What's funny is I think about it, there's not going to be that awkward conversation at dinner. You know what I mean? It's going to, all the good things are going to be there. Amen. You're not going to argue about the things you argue with, you know, people you like or your friends or your family. No, it's going to be good things. What's it going to be like to laugh in heaven? What's, are we going to be able to fly? That's what I wonder. I'm just like, are we going to be able to fly? Like... Will they be jetpacks? Are we just going to be able to do it? I don't know. What's it going to be like? What's it going to be like to sit down and see Jesus face to face revealed in all of his glory? 
Do you ever think about that? The, the, the person that you love, that we, we said, hey, I love him the most. Right? I, I remember dating my wife. And, and just, we would be long distance. But the idea of when, when you know, the, every six, seven months that we'd actually get to see each other in person was like the most exciting time of, of everything that was coming for me. It was just, I was just waiting for New Year's when I knew I was going to have a big party and Ralph and Sue were going to fit the bill and pay for Kristen to come and see me. Amen. Thank you, by the way. Uh, but I wanted to see her face. Do you, what, do you imagine what it's going to be like to see Jesus' face? I like hugs. Personally, I like hugs. And I always imagine Jesus is going to have to be like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, because I just want that hug that like heads on the chest, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how I imagine what it's going to be like to be with God, to be with Jesus, to experience them in full glory. Do you guys think about it? Because that's what the scripture is calling us to. Our joy is there. Ahead of us. Right? You know, we're no longer going to deal with the worries and the woes of life. Amen. We're not going to have to deal with injustice. Which just irritates me. Frustrates me. Makes me want to throw things. To yell at people. Which, that's not God, godly either. Right? Amen. But it just frustrates me and it distracts me, really. Because I'm like, I want this fixed now. And God's going, hey, you know what? There's going to be a time where I'm going to fix all of that. There's, there's going to be perfect justice, perfect compassion, perfect mercy. Every tear, every woe, every worry is going to be gone. Amen. Right? Amen. But do you think about it? Do you look forward to it? Because that's what we're being called to do by God's word today. Because this, this word here, this scriptures that we're reading, this is not a dead book, right? What we're listening, we, we have a promise here, and it's telling us right now, fix your eyes, fix your heart, fix your mind on heaven. That's not a word just for them. That's a word for you today. Right? Let's do it. You know, there's a reason why the Holy Spirit inspired this writing. It's because we need to be reminded of it. Verse 2 says, Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Not on earthly things. Man, I need to hear this. I, this, was, this was part of the, the last lesson that actually Kayla was talking about. But it's, I needed to hear this preached. By having a voice that wasn't mine. I needed it because it doesn't matter who you are or what you do. We live, in an, we live on earth. And it screams for your attention. Screams for it. I have a toddler who screams for my attention, right? And you think about it, the world is, is doing that. And I love my son so much. 
But he can stress me out sometimes. Can push my buttons. And parents understand what I'm talking about. And, and if God blesses you and trains you, is maybe a good word, um, disciplines you through giving you children, amen. Uh, they're a blessing. They, they teach you so much about God. Um, including how patient he is that he waited and dealt with us. But, you know, I think about it. I need to hear these things. I need to be reminded that I need to think about heaven more. I used to think about this all the time. You know, if you've been around for a while, uh, been here in the last five years that I've been here, you guys might remember that I feel, I feel like I talk about this all the time. I haven't talked about it much in a while. I haven't. I actually don't feel like I've thought about it much in a while. I've thought about Jesus and I've tried to get my time with him and, and, and have a quality relationship with him. And, and that has been hard too in its own challenges, right? But I haven't thought about heaven like I used to. Which is where so much of my zeal and my excitement and my passion has come from. Because I look forward to it. I used to think that I was kind of annoying you guys with it, but now I realize I needed to talk about it just as much as I did, just for myself. Because I needed to fix my heart there. I think we all do. Amen? But what kind of things, even in the last year, have drawn my attention away from heaven? Some of them have been good things. Things I've looked forward to. Things that that weren't heaven that I was looking forward to, which I'm called to look to. But I've had some great friends get married this year. Right? The Woodleys got married. Right? The Durans got married. Both of these I've really been looking forward to. We had a new baby this year. Which was awesome. You know, I got to see the Littlefields became Christians like the last year. Along with, I made the list and I was like, all right, that's a lot of names. I'm not going to go through everybody. But there's been a number of baptisms this last year. People that have been like, oh, I want to see them get baptized. Have you ever prayed the prayer? Kayla asked this question. If you could control when Jesus was going to come back, would you have him come back today? Have you ever wondered that? Like, have you ever prayed the prayer, Jesus, I want you to come back, but just wait for this to happen. Honestly, anybody? Brother was asking this question at ICMC, and I was like, everybody was quiet, and I was like, I've done it, and then the people around me kind of laughed. And I was like, no, it's true, I'm serious. Uh, Especially when it was, I was going to get married. My God, just wait till I get married. You know, I just, I just want to get married, and then you can come back. And then it was, and then it was, um, God, just, just let me have a kid, so that I know what it's like to be a father. And understand you. And now I have two. And thousands of diapers later, I think, come back, Jesus! Come back! Uh, no, you know, I think there are moments, though, where I, I do, I get caught up in just even the good things of this life. But then there's the hard things. You know, we had another baby. Hard things can also be good things. Amen. Um, finances are challenging. And they, they make me concerned and worried. And they draw my attention off of what's waiting for me in heaven. And make me stressed out about what's here on the earth. Right? Earthly things. 
you know, I'm on the board for my homeowners association, so it's like, oh, we got to fix that, we got to fix this, and that's falling apart, and this wall's falling over, and people don't like me because things happen in a homeowners association, and cars get towed or whatever, and you know, things happen, and then you get worried about stress from that sort of stuff, right? You know, friends have left the faith. Chose to walk away from God. I want people to be saved and come back to God. Not walk away. And that makes me sad and draws my heart to earth. This last year my grandfather passed away. That'll mess with your heart too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, can we not relate that things are happen and draw our attention away? Right? And yet... That is exactly why we're told to set your heart and your mind on things above with Christ, who is your life. Is Christ your life? Is he your life or is this your life? This earth, your life. That that rocked me for a moment when I was just meditating on that scripture, that part right there. Because what I realized is there were moments where Christ was not the point of my life. When I pray that, God, I want to just wait to be married before you. What does that tell you? It tells you I I put that before God. Right? I'm just being honest. But what, what are the things we do with that? You know, I've prayed, God, I just maybe... Wait one more day. I, I want to see this person get baptized. Is that wrong? I think it, in some realm I'm going, I think it's good that I want people to be saved. But man, I want to love God more than I love anything or anyone else. Because me focused on Jesus, me focused on what it's going to be like, having a hope for heaven and the zeal and the excitement for heaven makes me live this life so much more free, with so much more love and compassion, because I'm going, hey, it's coming. I want you to get there. I'm not going to wait on you, but man, I will get you as fast as I can. Come with me. Or, well, that stinks, but amen, heaven's coming. Right? You guys with me? I want to think about heaven. I want to dream about it. I want to know what it's going to be like to see Jesus' face in His glory. Let's think about it together, church. Let's dream about it together. Because life dwelt in that way is so much more joyful. It's so much more fun. I have less worries. I have less stress. Not that I have them less, but man, I dwell on them a whole lot less. You guys get what I mean? Friends, it's time that we fix our hearts and minds on heaven. It's not a suggestion. It's a necessity. Right? Let's look up. Let's look forward to heaven and being fully united with Christ. Lived with focus on the better things that are coming and the good things where there will be no more crying and no more stress, no more tears, but just all the good things with God. Let's celebrate that together. Amen, church? Amen. Amen.